What's up, guys? Uh, before we get the episode started, I just want to tell you guys thank you so much for listening, and uh, I really appreciate you guys for coming here, new and old listeners. Uh, I am the host of this podcast, Organic Poison, um, and I am really excited to have you here. Um, the guest tonight is uh, a fellow from California who I have managed to be linked up with, and I'm very grateful for that. Um, thank you for everybody who's involved with that, including him and uh, also Matt Ladding. Um, I really, really do appreciate the opportunity. I would also like to say if you are interested in sponsoring this podcast, um, you can do so by either contacting me via social media or you can go to or you can use paypal.com slash shane is o that's s-h-a-n-e-i-s-o there is absolutely no obligation and uh i usually just go and scatter these types of promotions throughout the podcast but i don't want to do that tonight i want to do this completely uninterrupted so i hope you guys really enjoy it and after it's all said and done and you guys listen to the podcast um, I want you to uh, remember that it means a lot to share the uh, podcast. It also means more so than you guys donating to the podcast or sharing my podcast. Tonight, I want you guys to get done with the episode. If you enjoy it, go support Nate's music. Um, go follow him on social media. Um, just, you know, go tell him, hey, man, uh, if you if you like his music or if you like his personality, hopefully you'll love both just like I have. And just tell him that, you know, just let him know that you appreciate it and what have you. So I digress. Hope you guys enjoy this episode of Organic Poison. And uh, yeah, raise hell. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Shane O with the Organic Poison Podcast. I am here today with none other, reigning from Fresno, is that correct? Fresno, yeah, Fresno, Fresno, California. Oh my gosh, ladies and gentlemen, the voice of Fresno, Nate. Woo! <laughs> Thanks, bro, that's dope, that's dope. A lot of people in my city would not say that. There's like this crazy Fresno top list right now that's going around, and it's just a bunch of drama, but... But I appreciate the introduction nonetheless. My brother, they are not listening. <laughs> they, are not <laughs> listening. they are not listening. And uh, also, with that being said, I'm trying to work on my intros without practicing them. So it's like yeah. I'm thinking, you know, come up with some practice, some intros for like people. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, ladies and gentlemen, 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 it's Nate, 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 bro. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> bro, it's like freestyling on the fly. Just like, you know, you're a rapper. You got this, bro. You know exactly what to do. Exactly. Like I said, I've been rapping since I was 15. I should be able to do that by now. <laughs> for sure. Uh, nonetheless, man. Hey, so how's it going over there in California, man? You, you, uh, you, you getting out and about? They letting y'all out the house and shit over there? Dude, we just went back into purple, purple tier, purple mode again. Um, so yeah, no, and I, I myself got COVID and for like like three weeks ago. So I've been in the house just chilling. Oh damn, that's crazy, dude. So how did how bad did it affect you? Honestly, I've had bronchitis before. I've had pneumonia before. I've had the flu several times when I was younger. I had a weak immune system. Uh, it wasn't that bad. I, I, I'm pretty healthy. I, I work out. I, I go to Muay Thai and do jujitsu and shit like that. Like you know. For me, I was sick for three days. The worst part about it is I couldn't taste or smell. But right. other than that, like, honestly, man, I would say the flu is worse. If sure. I'm being totally honest, in my opinion. Right. Well, in your experience, I mean, yeah, it, it seems like it does definitely affect everyone differently. So, of course, from my understanding and from what I've heard, you know, it's like one thing I do know is that it is a real thing. 
<laughs> it's like so it is certainly a real thing the 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 ratio of how it affects people is clearly a lot different than you know than you know what you could just predict it's not like a content like a, a standard thing like a cold or you know like you said bronchitis it's pretty a pretty small like uh area of w what happens when you have bronchitis coronavirus yeah. is just all over the fucking place exactly. so. just within my household everyone handled it everyone differently everyone got different levels of sick some people didn't even they like had a headache for like two hours and then they went to sleep and they were fine like it it, it just just seeing it in the household the ranges of what was possible and what it does was like it was kind of eye-opening it was kind of crazy too you know what i mean just just to see it like in front of my face sure yeah that's crazy, man. I, uh, I'm, I'm fortunate that my household has not gotten it, but nonetheless, if we did get it, we didn't know. So yeah, that's true. I think that's that true. I think that we, me and my wife, have both gotten sick in the past ten months or whatever. But I don't think, but we didn't go and get tested. But there was a little while there where, like, we were also we were in quarantine. So it was one of those kind of things. And it was like a, a light quarantine, not like you guys have it out there. I know especially right. in like the, the LA and shit, like everything's just totally shut down or whatever. Supposed it's tough, to. bro. Yeah. And it's like, but for us, it's like, I didn't work. I was able to get on like the, uh, some of the benefits that they had for that. And, you know, it worked out. I didn't work for two months, but I ended up being able to go back to work. And, you know, yeah. there's one benefit of kind of living in a rural type place is you really don't have you're not we're not all squished together like a big city so that's one thing that i've noticed especially the first round was different mm -hmm. about you know the rural areas didn't get it so much as the bigger cities did and then now the second time it's kind of like every it's it's a free-for-all <laughs> so exactly but i will say this as uh much as i'm just dying to talk about the coronavirus <laughs> I actually have you on here because you are an artist. You make music. And yes. that is actually what I want to talk to you about at this particular moment. Okay, um, let's do it. So, okay, I want to briefly say that I found out about you from, I suppose he is your producer slash manager slash, you know. Hell yeah. Solid ass homeboy, uh, Matt. Yeah. Excuse me, uh, Danger. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, You've got some pipes, man. <laughs> like you appreciate you, bro. You've got you've got a hell of a voice on you, man. I've ma I managed to go through uh, a few of your songs throughout yeah. today and I, the other day. Whenever you guys first released, uh, what was it? What's the name of this new song? Do you guys burn it down? Burn it down. Yes. Yeah. I, when I, I checked that out and I, I checked out checked you out because I was like, all right, you know, aside from Matt talking about him here lately online or whatever. I've never heard of this guy. And that's when I realized that, you, well, of course, cause he's not from here. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I just, what, what kind of got you into music, man? And how did you meet Matt? Dude. So I'll answer uh, how I got into music first, just because it fits the timeline. Um, when I, I got into music, I've always just kind of like loved the idea of music. Right. But when I was 14 uh, in high school, I moved from Georgia to California and oh, wow. they were asking me like, yeah, it was, crazy crazy we'll, we'll talk about it in a second but sure. from georgia to california um they were asking me like hey what kind of classes do you want to take and so they were going to put me in these ap classes but i had i had to, t to choose some electives as well and I, I was looking like at band i was looking at like some other stuff like 
Spanish or French electives and stuff like that. But I saw choir and I was like, bro, that is for sure what I want to do. So I joined choir and I realized, oh shit, like I can sing. I didn't know that I could sing before because I, I hadn't really tried. Sure. Um, and I just stuck with it for four years and it kind of like each year it, it grew my love for music, but I didn't start making my own music until I was like 18, 17. Sure. That's crazy. That's awesome, though. I mean, yeah. it's like, uh, you know, music has music has always played a pretty big, important part in my life. So it's pretty awesome to see, like, it's it's always great to be able to talk to artists, but it's also yeah. nice to talk to artists that I haven't been talking back and forth with for like, you know, throughout us coming up together. You know what I'm saying? Because right. it's like even artists that like I might not be close friends with. It's like we've been kind of doing the same thing or in the same realm, you know, for a while, like in in the area i guess so it's cool to be able to to have a conversation with someone who is from some it's cool to have a conversation with someone who is good at having a conversation <laughs> you hell know yeah saying? bro like hell yeah especially when we can have the common conversation with music and that's you know something i've been passionate about for the vast majority of my life and it it, it reams very clear that you are very actively passionate about music right now absolutely it's like it's it's literally every waking moment that i'm investing i'm investing to get to the point where my music career blows up and i can make money actually i came up with this mantra that was like uh, i need to make i need to spend time on work to allow my money to make my music blow up so i can make money off of music right it's very tongue twistery but it but like I'm, I'm a big believer in like manifestation and like vibrations and energy in the universe so i try to speak what i want into the universe so because I feel like if you put it out there enough, it's going to reciprocate and you're going to get it back. So every moment I'm, I'm spending, I'm thinking about music in, in, in a certain extent, whether it be my mindset, whether it be me working my, my sales job or, or me actually making music and promoting, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's all calculated to get to where I want to be, to get to where I want to go. Right. Right. And it's definitely a grind too, man. Like that's, that's one thing too. Like, and you know, it's something that I, I always can admire when I can see an artist that it's like, Hey man, you know, some people, there might be some people who might find it annoying that someone is like always constantly about their music, but it's okay. like, well, you have to look at it as like, that's their job, bro. If like, if you're passionate about it and you're wanting to take it to the next level and you're, you're trying to get a promotion, you know what I'm saying? Like you're trying, you're tired of being, or you don't necessarily, you don't want to be an intern forever. You know what I'm saying? Like when it comes Absolutely, to music, bro. it's like the intern has to do the hardest grinding possible in the dirt type of stuff. So it's like, you don't want to be that intern forever. You want to kind of, you want to at least be like, you know, the guy on, on the floor, you know, you don't want to just be checking the mail all the time. You know, you want to be the guy making the moves and then eventually you want to be the fucking boss, but you know, exactly. It, it's a journey. It's a career, bro. It's a career. You have to think about it as a career, as a business or else you will not get anywhere. You know what I mean? If you're not willing to invest in yourself, then how, how is anyone else going to invest into you ever? You know what I mean? Why you have to they? be willing to put the time, ex bro. You need to give them a reason. You have to at least, lead you know what i mean show them hey bro i'm i'm doing this follow me i got you like exactly exactly and that goes that goes for people who may invest in you whether it be uh people who are you know people who are up here you know or it be even people who are down here who are like i want Absolutely. to i want to lift this guy up because the are you know or this girl whoever it may be i'm just saying for whoever it applies to i'm just saying yeah. it's like if you want if you want people to invest even i mean honestly in this industry, the best thing that people can invest in you right now is their ears and their eyes. 
Exactly. And that's what I was just going to say. Like, bro, even you having me on your show right now, anyone who's ever listened to my music, anyone who's even like posted a story, liked a comment, all of that shit is like, you can invest in people in many different ways in time and money. It could be, you know, through guiding them spiritually, helping them mentally, you know, you, in right. a lot of ways you can invest in someone rapidly. It doesn't always have to be monetary. So uh, when I say invest, I just mean like, bro, spend time, like help me elevate in some way. Even a, a comment is free. You know what I mean? A like is free. A share is free. It takes you four seconds, but it don't mean the world of a difference to me. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like, even it, what's crazy to me, you know, it's like people don't understand like how much a share actually matters. Like, bro. it's like, and it's like, like, not only is it like, it's not, it's not about, you know, you say, say someone shares your stuff and it's like, yeah. it gets one, like, you know, it's like on their page from sharing. It's like that, that almost doesn't even matter at that point because the fact that you shared it just gave me so much joy. It's like, you know, that feeling you get when somebody shares your stuff and you don't know them. You know, it's like, oh my God, it feels so good. You're like, wow, not, you're not even my people. And you took the time to spread the, and just to think about it, the average Facebook user has 300 friends, one share. That means there's a potential. It probably won't happen, but there's a potential for 300 people to see it. That's crazy. If, right. if every one of my friends list shared me one time, I would go viral. You know what I mean? Just, That's true. just based on numbers. Yeah. And see, I, I always think that I'm like, if everybody on my friends list just gave me a dollar, you know, it's like no. <laughs> like, it never, it never works out that way. When you, you post, Hey, if everybody sends me a dollar, it never works out of like course. that, but it's like, God, man, you know, if you guys did just send me a dollar, but you know, I'd be well off right now. <laughs> exactly. That, exactly. I, I think, I think about that kind of stuff all the time, but nonetheless, that is, that is ex exactly it. You know, just getting in the ears and in the eyes of people and, yeah. you know, something that I have already probably complimented you on far too many times during this interview and prior to it, your ability to talk is definitely a huge plus for you. Like some people oh, it's very, it's, it's a huge, you know, you get to a certain point where say you're, you're the weekend or you're uh, you know, champagne poppy, you know, yeah. or you're somebody like that. You don't have to do interviews all the time. Yeah. And technically you don't have to do them now. But I can assure you, it's so much. It makes it so much more gratifying to have the content, and it makes it more gratifying because people get to know you, and that's what people right. want. Something happened about 12, 10, 12 years ago to where music wasn't about being an untouchable superstar anymore, and it became mm. about I want to feel like I can reach out and touch this person. I want to feel like I know everything about them. I mean, the perfect balance is to be able to have people feel such a way but then you know obviously you, you don't have to like let them know exactly how big your balls are or anything like that you know you don't get what i'm saying yeah. like i mean i feel you i feel you i feel you apparently only fans is a spot really <laughs> you know if you could avoid going there for a little while you probably will be okay <laughs> bro i'm gonna try to avoid it for a lot of while <laughs> no and for sure I promise it was nonsense, but I was going to say, I promise you that it will be, your OnlyFans will be worth so much more if you wait until you're rich <laughs> and famous to get there. So. I got equity, bro. I got yeah. sweat equity in followers. <laughs> wait, just wait for yourself to plateau in about like, you know, 10, 15 years. Once you're already at the top and you're like, I can't get any bigger. And if, as soon as it starts to trickle down, OnlyFans, <laughs> then you can. Just I feel like OnlyFans is the new love and hip hop. 
Oh, yeah. That, that, <laughs> you know, it used to be one of those things that they would tell actresses, they'd be like, look, don't do any nude scenes. Don't do any nude scenes. And it's like, once they kind of, you know, lose their flair, it's like, all right, now you can show your tits. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that is one of the things where it comes with that. But I'm not going to lie. Me as a married, a faithful married man, I don't see myself uh, making it to OnlyFans anytime soon. <laughs> oh, what a bummer, bro. You're killing the fans. I'm, Come on, I'm, man. I'm missing out on the bag. <laughs> look you can make your money in other ways right uh, like podcasting that's the plan <laughs> that on, is bro. the plan all in due time my brother uh yeah. i do want i do want to uh dig in to uh burn it down burn it down yes burn it down yes i've heard the song probably about six or seven times already i've listened to it at thank least you three so much brother. that means a lot to me Absolutely. Uh, I want to know what is the uh, thought process behind the lyrics? I know it sounds like a cliche question, but I would like to know a little bit more about your lyrics in general, but let's just start with that song. No, for sure. So the song, all my life, I've really struggled with not, not only like anxiety, but like a lot of like, like clinical depression, you know, like sometimes it gets tough. uh, But I've realized through that, like it's 99% mental. But in going through that process, there's been a lot of self-reflection, just a lot of like, why do I feel the way that I do? What can I do? Like, how can I help myself? Because no one else, no one else is coming. You know, I don't see no boats, no ships, right? Right. So I've realized that one of my biggest flaws is self-sabotage. Like, I'll get something that's just gold in my life, right? And I'll talk it down in my head to the point where I'm like, I'm not worth that. I don't deserve this thing. I don't deserve this title. I don't deserve this money. I don't deserve X. So I sabotage it in my own way so that I don't receive it. And I feel like there's a lot of people that can identify with that message. And I felt like in today's society, they're not, there's, there's three levels of conversation to me. There's an initial question. Then there's a clarifying question, right? Hey, how are you? I'm fine. You're fine. Like, yeah. but, but, but nobody wants to go there no more. You know what I mean? Nobody yeah. wants to probe. So I feel like there's no voice for people anymore. People are just suffering by themselves. So I wanted this song just to be, Hey, look, I feel it. I've been through it. I know what you're going through. You're not crazy. This is happening to a lot of people and you're not alone. You know what I'm saying? If, and if right. anybody, bro, hit me up. I'll, I'll fucking talk to you for an hour on the phone. If you're struggling that bad, like I got you. You know what I mean? I just, I want it to be a voice for people who don't have one. Sure. Absolutely. No, that's, that's, that's awesome. I mean, that's very encouraging. I mean, it, it, and to your point, you know, just to add a little bit that, it, you know, you, you brought up the boat reference, you know, like, no, there's no boats coming. It's like, there's plenty of boats. What's kind of sad though, with the disconnect is like, there's plenty of boats out there, but none of them are coming to help. And if right. one of them go down, they're not pulling over to help, you know, like they're going to just keep going because they're all on their own mission and they don't have the time they don't have the time in quotes to stop and be there for somebody, you know? And it's like, you know, we were talking about the gratification you get from, you know, some say somebody sharing your stuff, but it's like, even as simple as that, it's like, you know how, how much it means to have somebody like just reach out to you in a time where you're going through something, you know, we've all (sighs) seen people post the statuses or something that is like, you know, indirectly like asking for help. You know, it's like are indirectly asking for someone to talk to. And it's like, you know, I, th- I feel like everyone has been guilty of just like seeing that and be like, oh, damn, that sucks. And like scrolling past it. And it's like, you know, I feel like it, there should be maybe a bit of an we should start making ourselves feel obligated to check on those people. 
It's like, you know, you might not even know that guy that well. I mean, obviously you can't be there for every single person, but it's like, if you see this person is going through something, it's like, you know, it it really probably won't hurt you to just say, man, you know, keep your head up. You know, you don't know, like I was saying, it's like, you don't know what that, I mean, even for me in my life, you know, you kind of, you know, we, I've had those times, you know, the, fortunately for me, I've had a pretty decent group of friends that I've been able to talk to pick from oh, yeah. to talk to That's such a the, blessing, bro. man, you know, it, it, it really is. And I, I'm grateful for, for, for that. But as I've gotten older, I've gained the understanding that, uh, I guess a little bit more humility to understand that not everybody is in that situation. And a lot yeah. of people are not, you know, most people are not in that situation, especially most people who are dealing with those types of things, because a lot of them are in those states of mind for extended periods of time because they were not fortunate enough to be surrounded by enough people that they could contact and be friends with. And it's just a horrible cycle because the evolution of that, it just gets worse and worse. The older you are, the older you get, the harder it is to be vulnerable or to talk to someone or find a way to have someone to talk to you or, you know, whatever it may be. And I could see where that could be crushing for some people. Very, uh, what people don't realize is a lot of the pain that you harbor it like it comes from your childhood you know like absolutely. it comes from things that happen that you didn't really have control over but it affects you in such a great way and the the issue with people not like and i'm not saying it's not it's bad to not reach out because you have to protect your energy right if someone's sure. just constantly in a negative state and they're going to drag you down and they're going to they're going to hurt you in a certain way then okay i understand but like it, it it can't be hurtful at all just to be like how are you and if they say good, just, just probe a little bit. Like, right. oh, good. Like, what, like, how's your mental though? Like, I, I love to ask this. How are you, bro? I'm good. How's your mental been? And if I ask that, people actually open up. They're like, oh, you know what, bro? It's been kind of tough. Really? Yeah. It's been tough. Yeah. And then they just, so it doesn't, it doesn't hurt to just have the conversation. Right. But to a certain degree, you do have to protect your energy. Absolutely. Um, Cause there are energy vampires out there. You know what I mean? I, I was just about to say, not quite as poetic as that, but there are definitely some sucker ass people that want to take you down like crabs in a bucket, you know, like they just want to pull, drag your ass back down into that because they're miserable. They don't have any desire to allow anyone else to be happy or to find the little piece of light that they can find. It's like, but, and you know, and I'm not sympathizing for bullies here, but in the same breath, it's like, Hey man, those hurt people hurt people you know like those bro absolutely they didn't just become that way because their life was just absolutely perfect you know like i mean in in my opinion it's like their situations were pretty jacked up too and i mean those are pretty that's a, a little i mean it's all difficult to deal with but it's like when you face something like that it's like how do you convince somebody to stop being an asshole especially once they become grown men or women you know it's and you, you mentioned, you said light, like it, find their own light. I think that's exactly what it is. When people are perturbed by stuff like this, it's you're radiating a light. You have an aura, you have, you're vibrating on a frequency that just, they just can't stand. Right. Have you ever heard like a, have you ever been like tuning your radio and then it, it kind of slips out and it starts going static and it's just not, that's what they're hearing. And they just can't stand that. It's like your light is just beaming out of you. Right. Um, but the thing about like, the thing about that is if you can help someone realize that they have light within them, they're less likely to act like that next time. If that bully realizes, bro, I'm worthy of being loved too. I, like this song is way, way more than just like, oh, you're sad. Like even for that bully, even for that kid who hurts, hurt people, like 
eat all these people have these inner demons that like cycle back from their childhood and if they just realize they had this light in them like they could shine so bright right so right. so so bright but they just need to realize that they they have infinite power infinite potential that that is just untapped it's like a wishing well right right and you know on the topic of the bullies it's like if they could just if you would just take that energy and switch it to something more positive it's like those are the guys who would have the most influence you know what i'm saying like oh. it's like if you've got the power to be a bully to somebody effectively, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then you clearly, you know, I mean, obviously things are different from when you get out of school versus when you get into the real world of being an adult. And it's like, yeah. if you can still manage to be a bully as an adult, imagine what it would be if you took that energy and turned it into something positive, despite how cliche or cheesy that may sound to people that there is merit to those words. Like sometimes Absolutely. if something sounds like a broken record, that's because it got played so much because it's damn good. It's a damn good record to listen to. It's like, yeah. if there's nothing wrong with, you know, you know, crushing your ego a little bit because it feel you will feel so much more internally and that radiates. It, hence you will have a wonderful sounding radio station <laughs> i you know, i digress to run back to that for sure but i i i really like that I, I like that especially because you know for you to be able to put that into song or at least that is the intent behind expressing expressing the lyrics and the, yeah. the music itself and i mean oh my god the song itself sounds great i mean the lyrics are Thanks, wonderful bro. but the song itself sounds great and I don't know if it, I don't know if we purposely uh, just walked around the question, but how did you and Matt link up our danger? Oh yeah. Sorry. I didn't even get to that. No, it's all good, bro. It's all good. Am I allowed to cuss on the show? Fuck no. I just want to make sure I want to be respectful. (laughs) This is your, this is your house. You know what I mean? I'm just a guest here. So dude, Um, you're the most modest guest I've had. I promise. I appreciate you, brother. Um, so uh, actually, it's crazy. My mom used to do YouTube. She's like a, a beauty, um, creative, uh, crafty YouTuber, right? Sure. And she actually got, like when I was younger, she she was amassing a pretty decent following. She had like four or 5K followers. But this is when YouTube was like really small. And people like 100K followers were like, whoa, that's nuts, right? I'm yeah. saying followers, subscribers. Thank you. Um, yeah, but so she she ended up cultivating all these relationships and she met Danger's wife right oh, cool. and right through through meeting uh his wife um i don't want to say her name because I, I don't know if that's cool yeah. or not but yeah, through meeting his either. wife <laughs> yeah i don't know i have no idea <laughs> danger don't be mad so yeah. through meeting his wife um they they kind of started talking and they were like oh you know my son does music and then his wife was like oh you know what my husband does music too and so they just ended up linking us up together i i hit him up on instagram and we just kind of started talking from there we worked on some stuff here and there just kind of chatted back and forth and eventually we we did this song together and bro it just showed me so much about like who he was and his character and i was like dude there's there's no way that we cannot partner up and blow this shit up together you know what i mean like man absolutely dude i'll i'll say something i i i've known him for a a few years now and just from being around and uh if I have not learned anything about this man, I have learned that this is a very, very talented individual. Bro. Like the, 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 uh, underneath, underneath this quiet, you know, long hair in the face guy, he is, that is a talent machine right there. He is a workhorse too. I'm quite sure that aside from his family, music is the most important thing in his life. 
hands down. Absolutely. Unless he has, he might have like a, a dog or something that he really loves. But <laughs> he, he certainly doesn't talk about it or express about that dog as much as he does music. I swear. Like he. Bro, and it, it, there's there's something about his level of focus that's just in fucking humane. Like, I, for me, I focus on like for for thirty minute intervals, and then I just start checking out, right? But like he's like, there's been stories of him working all night, not even sleeping on like a particular project, like a particular thing. Like he has just such this attention to detail that makes him a great manager, but also makes him a great producer. It also makes him a great rapper. It also makes him a great engineer. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's a lot of shit that this man has here that I'm I'm just I'm absolutely blessed that we're working together. Yeah, I definitely admire his focus. Like uh, there's yeah, something about the way that he can hold and, and that itself is an anomaly, even amongst artists, because, you know, different people have different reasons why they get into this, you know, and, and that yeah. any genre, you know, any kind of music, they have different reasons. A lot of people start out because it seems cool. You know, it's oh man, I want to be the guy. I mean, I know when I first started playing music, I like music, but I was a young teenager and I was like, man, I, I want to be the guy in the band. I want to be on stage. And eventually it really turned into something that I was truly passionate about. And, and, and I digress, but he, he is definitely uh, a very talented guy. And I think it's awesome that you guys have, I mean, this crazy story of you guys, I mean, it's obviously not the most wildest story I've ever heard, but it's still like a, a happenstance that you guys yeah. linked up and you guys have made a product that I'm quite confident that the world is going to want a lot more of. Cause Bro, I love absolutely. it. I love it. Like, I mean, it, it, it I, I'm very curious. You know, he said he, he teased the idea the other day on Facebook about you guys doing a project together, a full project. So I'm, I would, I would really, really, really love to see that. Like that would be all, excuse me. I would love to hear that. That would be absolutely radical. Man. And hopefully see too, hopefully we get some visuals in there. You know what I'm seeing? Some lyric videos, music videos. I don't know. We'll see what happens guys. We'll see what happens. Yeah, man. I mean, Hey, the, the, the world, the internet and the world is your oyster. Exactly. I, I, I really do. I really do look forward to see what comes from, you know, cause I know just from talking to you for this little bit of while, I can already tell that your mind is already y'all already been cooking something. Y'all have already, y'all have already been, the ideas have been running nuts. <laughs> I, I see no evil. <laughs> I, I hear you, my brother. I hear you. That's awesome. I'm very, very uh, excited about that, man. So it's, I, I think to myself, uh, you know, I, when I was, I was 14, I got to go to California for, oh, shit. for like, uh, I think it was like 10 days. I, it's a really crazy story. Like I, I had a girlfriend that lived here and then she moved over there and family kind of knew her parents a little bit. So I got to go stay, you know, it was something that I would, I would never let my 14 year old go stay in California. But, it, right. Yeah, <laughs> but needless to say, it was a hell of a good time. Had a great time out there. I mean, yeah. the, the girlfriend thing was horrible. Like it, she sucked, but it was the, the experience. I got to go to Venice beach, you know, I got to go right. to all these places in LA that like got to go to Hollywood that most 14 year olds didn't get to go to, but nonetheless, it was, awesome experience i'm kind of curious to know what it was like to go to move from georgia to california you know there's something about yes ma'am and yes sir that is just bewildering out here like <laughs> bro i got here i was going through drive throughs going to mcdonald's thank you ma'am thank you sir like people just give you like weird looks like they don't expect it like I'll put it to you this way. Recently, me and my girlfriend were going through a McDonald's drive-thru and all the way through, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. 
Well, yeah. thank you, please, all this good stuff. And when we were going to leave, my girl like went out of her way to be like, oh, I really appreciate you. Thank you so much. And the drive through attendant like got on her toes. Like she got on her toes because she was so excited that someone was being nice to her, bro. Oh, wow. Like, bro, a little bit of respect and a little bit of humility, like you said, will go a long way. Like you don't even know what people are dealing with. Just be nice to them. You know what I mean? Like, just be nice. Exactly. I mean, I, I concur wholeheartedly. And it's like, you know, it it is crazy, you know, the, the uh, I guess the... The, uh, I hate to say the cultural difference, but there really is a cultural difference between say, Absolutely, the, and the South and what have you. And, you know, you would think, oh, well, maybe from the outside looking in, it's like, well, they're all Americans. So, like, I don't understand why it's like, but there is something, you know, people, the, the South has a lot of negative connotations, but I'm quite sure that there are a handful of things that are really positive that stick out that you can learn here that you can take other places that will definitely uh, shock some people. Like you said, I mean, Dude. I've heard stories about people getting truly offended about the yes, ma'am. And yes, sirs. like, like really? I'm, not, I'm not old, you know, that you, people, man, when I was up North, you'd be in places like Chicago and stuff. And it's like, you hold the door open for somebody and they're looking at you like, what are you about to rob me or something? You know, mm. like it's one of those kind of things. And I remember when I was younger, that would like bother me. Like, well, why won't you accept my hospitality? Cause and then right. it's like, then I'm like, well, that's just not their culture. And you know, it's like, once you get older and you kind of receive like, well, I guess that's just not the way they are. But if there was anything that I could have that would stick to me, if I did move out of the South, I would at least hope that it would be my ability to uh, treat people with respect. <laughs> you know, right, I'm not saying, sure. I'm not saying that people in other cities that in, faraway lands like where you are are just disrespectful as fuck or anything i'm just saying you know like i, I would you know it's just different people accept things different. They, they take body language and you know language in general differently than they do here which you know it's it, just it, 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 it's like a cultural thing it's a tradition thing i, I don't know there and honestly when i was in the south a lot of people have there's like this stigma on the south i was treated treated great like in every school that i went to with all my friends like i had an amazing time out there and i learned so many things that i'm glad that i that i grew up there and then came to california because i think i i think my the outcome i think where my my brain was headed would have gone a completely different direction you know what sure. i mean had i not had that those experiences first so there's, there's this like this really negative stigma but I, I saw nothing but love. People were very respectful to me at all times. And it was just, it was a beautiful moment. But with California, it's, it's a lot more uh, like, I love, I love it here in Cali, but it's, it's, it's more like, it's kind of like more crash. Like, especially here in Fresno, a lot of people like it, it's rare for artists to support another, you know what sure. I mean? It's, it, it it's kind of tough. Like, I don't know. It, 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 there's, there's less of that, like that hospitality and love and more of like, well, we're all out here to make it like you kind of know what it is when you get yeah. here you know what i mean yeah yeah every, every, like we so come it out, feels we like come it's harder here. to form those connections right yeah it's like yes we, it's exactly like we, come, we come out here and live in tents because we're trying to make it <laughs> right right exactly right or we, we sleep in the subway and stuff like that like I don't know, bro. I don't know. Sometimes I, I really miss the south i was gonna move back to georgia at like one point i was like maybe i'm gonna go to atlanta or something but I don't know, like California is a good spot to be in. So we'll see, we'll see where life takes me. I'm just being grateful for, for what I have now. Right. Absolutely. I think that, you know, maybe a couple of years go by and, you know, the, uh, the times decide where they want to reside for a little while, you know, when things aren't quite as crazy as they are right now, yeah. maybe you can decide to relocate, you know, apparently things are, 
things are shifting all over the country and eventually all around us <laughs> eventually i'm hoping that maybe the water will settle a little bit you know for a little while at least yeah. and then you know people can you know get comfortable where they are you know texas is changing a lot right now uh, california is changing a lot right now to my understanding outside looking in i mean uh you know, there's a lot of places in the center of the country that are changing right now. People just moving around. It's really going to change culture in different places over time, you know, after people get uh, uh, adapt to their new locations or you know, adapt to certain people being away. It's like you find, you hear about a lot of these places where, you know, they shut down a good bit. Even the wildlife is changing, like the wildlife Bro. is moving into parts of the cities and stuff like that. I mean, not turning it into a jungle or anything, but still, nonetheless, it's interesting when you hear about a coyote. There's packs of coyotes walking around. I mean, it's dangerous, of course, but I'm just saying it's like it's weird when you hear about like the outskirts of all these cities. Like, oh, there's a lot more coyotes showing up, you know. And I don't even know about that. Yeah, it's a thing. Look it up. It, it, it really is a thing. Damn. Just vicious coyotes just trampling the area in packs. They're just they're just kind of looking for food, man. It's like because it's like yeah. a lot of these even like people, you know, because of COVID and so many different areas shutting down or are slowing down rather, you know, even if it's not a complete shutdown, it's like, it's changing the rats in New York city. I don't know if you heard about this, but the rats in New York city, they're forming pretty much like street gangs and they're attacking. Oh my God. I'm telling you, it is the craziest thing in the world, but it's a real thing because there's not as much waste. There's not as much food. So they're having to actually go and scavenge for food and they're teaming up together to go and they're running like, hit squads yeah it's, it's like guerrilla warfare that's what i was about to say it's it's guerrilla warfare for rats it'd be a great comic book <laughs> it really would rat man yeah, rat man oh my god bro he can scurry around at night you know what i mean then he becomes a human during the oh day god dude we might have to cut this part out because <laughs> something right now we need to save this ip my brother <laughs> Bro, you can have all the rights. Don't worry. I, I'm, I'm stating it here publicly. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's, you heard that he said I could have the rights, not y'all. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, bro, for sure. That's crazy. I, well, I want to go through uh, just a couple of random questions before I end up Hit getting me. out of here with you. But uh, I'll, okay, if you, get, you can pick three artists, or I mean, you can pick as many as you fucking want, but three artists that you would like to work with one day and shoot for the stars if you must. I'm just curious, three artists that like, you know, obviously you probably have your favorite artist, but your favorite artist might not even be the artist that would be in your mind that you would like to work with. Who of any, any spectrum of whatever that would you like to work with? Russ, Ed Sheeran, and J. Cole. Man, you said those names quick. Bro, for sure. I know. I know, bro. I, I know that I know where my sound has come from I, I believe that as artists we're a conglomerate of all the sounds we've ever heard in our life absolutely right because you can't just create like you can you can create sounds but it's from something it's based on somewhere it's on a melody it's it's grounded on knowledge that you've built throughout right. your life I know where my sound has been influenced from and I want to work with those people to me who are like my goats you know what I mean if right. I had to like goat rush more I know exactly what that looks like so if it's three it's J. Cole it's Ed Sheeran and it's Russ for sure dude I would love to just sit down with Russ and uh let him talk shit to me and uh kick some game to me bro bro I would love that bro, bro it, he could sit there and talk like just fix my life you know what I'm saying like bro I don't care just talk to me bro. I'd be like dog please tell me what I'm doing wrong <laughs> 
Bro, that, that man is a people don't know, he's a platinum producer, a platinum engineer, and a platinum recording artist by himself in his basement, bro. Yeah. That's nuts. That's it's, fucking crazy. It's it's admirable that he got all of that on his own music. You know, like it's like it wasn't like he was some guy behind the scene. I mean, he might be for somebody, but I'm saying the fact that he did accomplish all that within his own like one song. I mean, multiple songs, of course, but like even even more so, an entire project. You know, it's like you did the entire project yourself entirely, and here you are. You know, like bam, you you've got all these accolades just off of your own, off the strength of your own hard work and your name. So like, and he owns his masters, and he did his own marketing. Yada yada yada. Like, bro, like that. That's what to me. I know how to uh, rap, sing, engineer, and record. Because I love this this artist so much, I was like, bro, maybe I should learn how to produce. Yeah, maybe maybe I should learn how to produce too. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I uh, I probably would just. I mean, don't get me wrong. I am totally impressed and in awe of Ed Sheeran, but I just want to party with him. <laughs> you know, bro, like, I just would love to go. He's to a party. drinker family. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Like I, that's what I'm saying. I want to go and just get totally smashed with them. I'd be like, bro, look, I'll sign the non-disclaimer. We don't. I don't have to oh, tell yeah. anybody. We hung out. It's all good. It's like, thank what you. happens in Rome? I want to take a picture with you, and you keep the picture, and we'll just leave it like that. Exactly. Honestly, just to say we did it. I honestly don't think I'm worthy to be in the room with J. Cole. So you know, I don't mind watching him from afar and admiring him and appreciating everything that he has. Uh, maybe one day I will be like, you know what? I'll kick it with J. Cole. Maybe um, one day I'll get to interview J. Cole when he's like, you know. You will. I'm manifesting it today. You're going to interview J. Cole one day, bro. And I'm going to tell him about this interview. I'm going to be like, Hell yes. I was doing this. You remember, it's like, you know, such and such that just performed for the Super Bowl or something. <laughs> be like, uh, excuse me, not such and such, Nate Price. When he performed yeah. Oh, that guy, you know, one of his, uh, you know, his first few years coming up, he did an interview with me and he told me that you were in his top three, like that he wanted to work with. So, and he's been, oh, that's Bro, that would be amazing. If he, it, imagine he calls me after that, we start working, we do a feature together after he said no more features, oh, yeah. make my life, make my life. Yeah, man, that would be wild. And, and even better, even better. It's because I told him. Exactly. There you go. I let him know. Comes full circle. Dude, that would be, you know how crazy that would be? Like, when you think about something like that, it's like, that's another one of those scenarios. Like, how you and Matt linked up, it would just be right. higher of a scale, I guess. <laughs> I believe it. I don't believe in coincidences. I believe it is a possibility for sure. For hey, sure. That's why I spoke it into existence. Just just on the chance. I got you. I, I am totally into it. Okay, I have another question for you. Hit me, bro. In the, in the past five years, who is yeah. your least favorite or who is your most favorite person to to like dislike on the internet? Ooh, there's no wrong answer, but they exist. You know, there's plenty of them. You know, you know those people that it's like, gosh, I just hate, I hate that this stuff, this person keeps showing up in circulation, and there's plenty of them. Damn, that's a good question, bro. It's loaded too because you're a really positive guy. That's why I'm asking who the guy is that you don't like, you know, like, and you're not necessarily hating on them. Clearly, they have a grind if the, if you have to see them that much. But whoever, of maybe, course, there's somebody you just. Oh, like, there are definitely people that I do not fuck with. Yeah, exactly. I'm just like in the public eye, the, like the most, like that fucking irritates the fuck out of me. Ah, uh, the, the only person I can think of is like maybe six nine. 
Oh my God. It's so crazy. I've, I've asked people that question, like not during the podcast, just asking the question. And almost everybody says that same person. Because he, I, I feel like, I feel like, and it's not my place to feel any way on this, but I feel like it just, that situation lacked honor. Oh, absolutely. I mean, in, in, and I agree. Like, I'm not, I'm not from that walk of life that he, you know, totally dishonored and betrayed. But I also think that he is, he is the poster child of what's wrong, like with our, you know, with what, with what, with what is wrong with the internet. With what that's the, a clout demon. Yes, he is a clout demon, and he's proud of it. And yes. like, that's the thing that makes me so sick. And it's like, in my head, I think about people like him, his influence would be nowhere near the same if he was to switch to be positive. Like people would say, you know, people would try to convince somebody like that. It's like, no, think about if you had this influence and you just said you were a, a, a Jesus freak now or something like right. that. And it's like, yeah, it would affect some people, but it's like the people who like him, they don't like him they are entertained by his antics. You know what I'm saying? People don't, people don't. And that's one of the things that I try to tell people whenever it's like, you know, we've got a guy from at home from Macomb that like, he's, you know, he's not at all on six nines level, but like mm -hmm. he basically got gassed up to get fired from his job on Facebook live because he was wilding and cutting up and all this other stuff. And it's like, and he, you know, just was doing, and he's like riding that train, you know, like whatever. And it's like, it's cool Infinite. or whatever. Yeah. It's like, it's cool or whatever, but like, that's so hollow. Like it, that, that love is, is hollow. Like yeah. it is, it is a shell. And as soon as you stop giving these people that ignorance, it's not going to, it's not going, you're not going to continue to feel with that. I mean, it's, people have said it before, but I guess it's like a drug, you know, like that, 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 exposure it's like oh man you know these people love me these people love me it's like but that's an illusion and it's like i'm hoping that there's a way that we can sort of you know the man is living his life and he's going to make his own decisions but i'm hoping that there's a way that we can get to him it's like hey you've got these eyes on you find stop for a second and use use that that mindset you don't necessarily have to turn into a i'm referring to the guy from mccombs like you don't necessarily have to turn into a you know uh flip the entire script and just be like, Oh, I'm going to do Bible verses on my page now, right. but you just use it, especially if you're wanting to be an inter an entertainer and you're wanting to keep these eyes on you, take what you have now and turn it into something that is not as uh, destructive, self-destructive. And it's like, let's say you get to the level of a, a six, nine or, you know, somebody of that caliber, let's say you get that famous. You don't want to get famous for that. <laughs> Like you don't yeah. want to get famous for that type of behavior. Like when I see people like, like, whoa, Vicky, like, you know, I don't know if you're familiar with that wild. Yeah, ass girl. It's, like, it's like, it's like, you know, I think she's like kind of trying to like, not be the, uh, due to lack of a better term, the ratchet bitch. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? I don't think she's trying to be that as much anymore, but I can guarantee you it's a lot more difficult now that she plateaued as the ratchet bitch. And it's like, now what? You know what I'm saying? It's like right. now you've put such Where a, we move from here. Right. You now it's going to be 10 times as difficult for you to try to, you know, you know, and like I said earlier, everybody's got their hustle. You know, it's like I, you can, I understand everybody's just, everybody is just trying to make it in this world. So it's like when you get caught up in this whole internet shit and it's like, well, this is what made me popular. So I'm just going to lean into rock this. with it. Yeah, and it's like it, it seems like a um, it's, uh, to me. I always refer to stuff like that. I refer to a lot of things like this, like a trap. But it's like you know how they say like Chinese handcuffs or whatever. Like yeah, little things you put your fingers in. The further you get in, the harder it is to get out. You know, bro, without, for real. Without help, you know.
And that's the kind of thing I think that when it comes to stuff like that, it's like these people, there's no way that they're actually happy with their lives. Like, and they could be, I don't know. I just, I feel like if I got, I couldn't be, I wouldn't never want to be infamous like that, like to that level. Talk about a redemption story, bro. Have you ever heard of um, John Gabbana? Well, he used to go by Boom Gang. Yes, 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 yes. How do you, are you familiar with his story? I mean, I am well aware of how he started. And I remember he got really, really bad off on dope. I mean, it seemed as if the public eye showed, looking through the public lens, it seemed like he got bad off on dope, got arrested and all this other stuff. But I haven't really heard much since he most recently got out of jail. Yeah, bro. So he, like he, for everybody that does you know, this, this is a rapper who basically for him to come up, he used to like, he would go and like meet with like a shoe plug, take his shoes, run away, record him like yelling boot gang. And it was like okay. ignorant. Yeah. Boogie. Yeah. So it was hella ignorant and whatever, but it got him popping. Um, and then he, he, like you said, he went through this, this, this phase with drugs, but talking about redemption, he changed his name completely from boom gang to John Gabbana. And he like, he like, he's like pressing lines about it. Like, no, nah, my name's not boom gang it's John Gabbana. And he's completely got off drugs. He, he was doing like, he, he, he started like posting videos, like showing his life. Like he, he was like, yeah, I actually make pools. You know what I mean? And this is who I am now. And this is what I'm trying to overcome and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, he just did this whole 180. And now like all those fans who were into that ignorant shit, they have that potential to like, to see like, oh, like my hero maybe, or the, this artist that I really fuck with. Now he's doing these bigger, these better things that are more like enlightened. You know what I mean? Right. So I think, I think there are a lot of stories of like people just fucking up, getting hella infamous and then just trailing off. But there are also stories like, like John Gavano where like people are really trying to redeem themselves and whether that takes five years or 10 years or 15 or 20 years, especially right now, every, everyone's going through this like spiritual awakening of sorts. Like people Absolutely. are either just slept or they're just all the way like awake. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. I, I think right now it's like, I don't know, man. I think, eventually they're going to figure it out. Eventually they're going to figure out that's not the way, you know, and eventually they can take that fan base and, and shift it. Or maybe they never will. Maybe they never right. don't. Right. But yeah. Yeah, I think you have to, exactly, exactly. But in, in an ideal world, like, I feel like people want to do better for themselves, you know? Right. And you know, something, something that I think that a lot of people can actually learn from like, uh, you know, evangelical christians there is a thing that they are always uh you know and and i know i know that some people everybody has their different opinions about christians or whatever but i've grew up in the bible belt so of course i've had plenty of time you know i used to be really big in a church and playing in christian bands and stuff like that but I, not so obviously not so much now but there's something you can learn from it's like well if we do all this just to save one person you know, and it's like, if one person is saved from this, you know, that makes everything totally worth it. You know, whatever money we spend, however far we travel, whatever it is that we end up doing, if one soul is saved for the kingdom of God or whatever it may be, and that you can learn something from that, especially as an artist of, of any genre or cal any kind of person of influence, if not necessarily from a christian or you know a, a jesus standpoint but in general for the sake of you know changing helping changing someone's or motivating someone to be a more decent person it's like if mm -hmm. i if i could do this you can too 
it's like, mm-hmm. look, would you know, and I know I was just totally saying that the influence wouldn't be the switch. Like uh, I'm six, nine, if I switch to become a, a, a Jesus freak, then I'm obviously not going to have as many fans follow me, but in the same breath, there could be the 10% that does. Yeah, and I'm not specifically saying he switches to be a Jesus freak. I just use that as a, a parallel a lot, but it's like, there's something to learn from that because it's like, if I can change and I can, you know, go through, take, have the patience with myself and I can forgive myself and I can allow myself to grow and be a better person and come up out of these weeds and turn into and blossom into a flower, you know, or a big ass, beautiful ass tree. It's like, you can too. It's like, because I guarantee you, you haven't done anywhere near as much fucked up stuff as I have. So there is definitely a silver lining to those people like John, like, like when they, you know, can turn their life around. And if they, if you put just as much energy without making it seem uh, fabricated, you know, cause some people, you know, some people, they do that. And it's like, dude, you're it's just corny. You're just posing, you know, like yeah. until you get off of probation, you know, or something like that. It's like, then you're going to be back on the same bullshit, but you're going to make sure you're safer this time. Like that kind of stuff to exactly. me, like it, it's phony, but in the same breath, it is what it is. Everybody's on their own journey. So you can, you can just hope for the best or you can block them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, or you can block them. Yeah. It's like, but for some reason, just totally ignore it. I don't even see that shit, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That shit's crazy, man. That shit is crazy. But Hey man, look, I really uh, enjoyed this. I, I feel like it was such a short period of time, but I think since we have had such a good rapport, I would really love to have you back on here, man. Like, I think you'd be, that would be incredible. I would love that shit. I think that, I I mean, you know, I I feel, I feel a friendship in the making here. I feel, I feel feel a a friendship. Yes. Did we just become best friends? I think think there's, there's a possibility that we just became, I've just made my first friend off of zoom. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I don't even think I'm following you on social media yet. I don't think I'm following. Uh, you know what? I did check out the podcast beforehand, though. I was listening through some some uh, some of your most recent. There, there was like the one was titled like the monster or something like that. I don't Am know. I, I, I don't. I don't remember the titles. I just typed oh. before I put them up. I try to remember. Boom. Some, yeah, it's like I don't. Know no worries. One of them. One. Uh, one of the most recent three I was listening to, and and dude, like th- this is dope. This was an incredible environment. It was great energy. I really appreciate you for having dude, me on. I would love to come back, dude. It's definitely. It is. It is. It is great. I have enjoyed talking to you, and like I said, I'm really looking forward to whatever you guys have coming out. And I want you to know something. I'm gonna tell you this on the record, so you hold me to it. If you, I got ever, you. If you ever got something coming out. At, for, at any point in time i mean i'd love to have you on even if you don't yeah. but I, because i feel like I, you could almost be a correspondent with me man like i, I Bro, love, I'd love to be your correspondent <laughs> but, uh, you know, but if you if you ever have anything coming out you hit me up man just let me know sure. and you know i know that hopefully you'll have 50 million other places to go and i don't mind being 10th in line in line as long as i'm in line man like i, I, Bro, I, I appreciate you I i'm definitely gonna take you up on that Dude, hell yeah. And we're going to be bumping your shit out here, man. Like, Hey, let's go, Mississippi. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, one of my goals with this podcast is to let people is to eventually get so broad enough that people are aware yeah. that not all of us are hillbilly fuckers. And not all the hillbillies are fuckers. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Some of the hillbillies are just hillbillies that got good hearts, you know? So it is what it is, man. And dude, like I said, I appreciate this. Go ahead and plug whatever you got to plug. I know you got some shit going on and your, your socials and shit like that, bro. 
Yeah, uh, you can follow me on Instagram at official Nate Price. Uh, same thing on Facebook. You can follow me on Twitter at Improvito. We have uh, Burn It Down that just came out. You can check it out on Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon, literally every streaming platform available. But on the 13th, we're coming out with an acoustic version of Burn It Down. And I think it might even be better because I put my soul into this motherfucker. So I hope that you check it out. Uh, appreciate you for giving me the shout out, bro. Thank you so much. Dude, absolutely, man. Uh, and like I said, anytime you want to get back on, bro, just let me know because uh, yeah. I'm going to be hitting you up too, but I'm just saying. If bro, you please. Know, I got your number, bro. Don't, don't, don't lose touch with me, bro. Don't okay. lose touch with me, bro. I'm, I'm about to save that shit and I'm going to call and check on you this weekend, bro. I appreciate that, brother. I appreciate that. Truly. I truly do. Dude, absolutely. And thank you. And hey, seriously, dude, keep up the good work. Not only keep up the good work, but keep up the good messaging, man. I, I, I love that. You know, you. if you decide to wild out and have some fun, sing you a song about partying, I, I love and respect that too. Especially when you go and you party with Ed Sheeran. I really got to hear the song about that one, man, for sure. I'll personally message you, bro. I'll send you the footage. <laughs> exactly. But don't tell him you sent it because I'm sure you no, signed not never. NDAs, and you know, you know what I'm saying? Just yes. on the low. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. Well, hey, man, I appreciate it a million times. Absolutely, bro. Keep up the good work, and uh, I'll be in touch, brother. For sure. Have a good one, bro. Peace. Absolutely.